0: You're listening to The Pei Chen Show on in Radio, News Talk 1010.
1: Hey, happy Boxing Day. I don't know if that's really a a greeting that you say to anyone, but I suppose I could also say a very late Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. Uh, Remember the days before the internet when you would actually get up early to line up at the mall before it opened because you wanted to buy pants that were on sale at like Cotton Ginny or Le Chateau on Boxing Day? And those are the days before the internet when Boxing Day sales only happened on Boxing Day. They weren't Boxing Week sales. They weren't pre-Boxing Day sales that started on like December 15th and went until the end of January. These are the days that if you really wanted a deal, you had to go and you waited and you waited for that deal. I remember going, making my parents take me to the mall and waiting at like 8 in the morning at Micmac Mall in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. So that I could save like 50, I don't know what it was ridiculous, like 50% at uh, Beaver Canoe or something like that. I don't even think they gave you 50%. And in the end, you only save like $20, but it felt like such a good deal. So uh, if you are out right now and uh, experiencing some Boxing Day deals or shopping, if you're driving around Yorkdale or Sherway or uh, Fairview Mall, feel free to text in and let me know how things are. 71010, you can always interact during the hour that I'm here, 3 to 4 p.m. every Saturday, let me know uh, how things are at the mall. Uh, or if you're out maybe wandering Queen Street. I was out on Queen Street this morning at about noon, and um, it's perfect to be shopping out there. It's not too crowded. All those little independent stores, there's kind of enough wait staff and or um, store staff in there to help you out. So if you want to avoid the malls, I suggest you try, you know, Queen Street or something like that, where it's maybe a little... Less crazy. Uh, so text in seven ten ten if you like. Uh, my parents are here. They have been in Toronto for the past uh, well three three nights. I can count the nights because that's how long it's been since I've slept well. Um, so they they flew in from Halifax a few nights ago, and we are going to Taiwan together, which is a big trip. And we're flying out tonight because these long international flights often um, depart very late at night. So our flight is actually like one in the morning. So. We'll head out to Pearson super late tonight. And it is a 17-hour direct flight. So just imagine sitting in a really cramped space for that long. It's actually one of the reasons why I don't go back very often because uh, the the travel itself um, causes so much anxiety for me. But that is where we're going, and our whole family is going. So my brother and my sister-in-law and their baby— will be joining us. They're flying out of Vancouver and uh, we'll be there for two weeks. So if you want to follow along, um, I do encourage you to do so. Twitter and Instagram at Pei Chen. You can also uh, find stories about uh, my parents on my Facebook because they don't really know how much I put on the internet about them. Like they really don't know. Uh, my parents, of course, living they live in Halifax. They work at the farmer's market there. And my mom is always quite delighted when people come by and say, Oh well we know your daughter or we're friends with Pay and usually they're like Twitter friends or, you know, somebody I may not really know other than on social media. So she knows that there are stories that exist about her online, but she doesn't know to what extent. So I have been uh, tweeting and posting photos about them the past few days. So again, at PayCen if you want to follow along and they will join me in the second half of the show. Uh, my mom just asked if she she basically just said, do I have to? And I said, yes, because I have to tell you, um, spending the past few days with them has kind of been like spending time with two teenagers, like my mom really wants to go Boxing Day shopping today. There's nothing she needs. Her bags are packed for Taiwan. There's no room for her to buy anything. But she has this idea that because she's in the big city, that there must be some great deal to be had. Uh, You know what she said to me yesterday is she noticed um, they have an older iPad and I have an iPad Air, which is the thinner one. And my mom said, well, maybe on Boxing Day, there'll be a sale on iPads. And I said, no, those... There's no 50% off deal at the Apple store. And she said, well, I need an iPad Air. And I said, you have an iPad. And my mother says, it's too heavy. So again... Who's the parent now? Feel free to text in 71010. Let me know if you've been out Boxing Day shopping today. Uh, my first guest actually was Boxing Day shopping, and I was a little surprised because it means you started this uh, quite early this morning. So my guest is Jaten Gaba. He's the uh, restaurant chef at Toka at the Ritz-Carlton. Thanks for coming in today because I know it's your day off. It's a
2: pleasure. It's a pleasure. To come now, up.
1: you actually told me that you were out at the outlets, right?
2: Yes. I was up at like 530 in the morning. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Whose idea was this?
2: My wife, uh, she pushes me for all the shopping. And uh, we were there at like 6.15 in the mall. We couldn't find parking at which that time. Ma-
1: okay, which mall?
2: We went to Toronto Premium Outlet Mall. Okay. And that's in Halton Hill. It's about 50, 50 kilometers from my house. We couldn't find a parking for like 20 minutes.
1: But you went at 6 a.m.?
2: 6 a.m. I couldn't find a parking outside <gasps> mall. So that was...
1: Wow. But what time did the stores open?
2: 6 o'clock. Oh, they did
1: open at 6. They okay. did open
2: at 6 o'clock. That's wow. why we went early. We thought we're going to come back soon. Yeah. I couldn't find parking till like about 7 o'clock.
1: <gasps> oh, my gosh. Now, uh, were there actually good deals? Like, did you feel like you it was worth the trip?
2: As you mentioned before, it's no more <laughs> a boxing day. It's a boxing week, looks like yeah. it. But... But again it's it's a lot of fun you go there you see the crowd it's it's so much fun out there
1: Did you buy anything
2: Yes, we did some shopping for a house, and uh, oh, that's some, okay. That so you bought good.
1: some like larger items.
2: Yes, and we bought some clothes and all. It was it was fun to stand in the queue and. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it like... fun
1: to stand in the queue though? Really?
2: <laughs> for like twenty minutes for the billing, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, any more than that, and it starts to lose its fun yes. uh, very very quickly. So uh, yeah, feel free to text in if you are out there. Seven ten ten. I would be curious to know what it's like at the at the malls or at any of the stores that you're at. Simply because my mother wants to go Boxing Day shopping when the show is done but i've actually told her that all the malls close at 4 cuz that's when the show was done um so Jaten, uh, yesterday you were at work then right at the ritz carlton yes there? and we how had, was
2: that it was it was a great a great day we had a we usually do christmas day brunch we have a christmas day dinner it's a special menu fixed menu for four course and we did about 200 covers just for christmas dinner a lot of lot of big families so you don't need to cook at home. Just drop into toka and we are we are ready to serve you that meal.
1: So now Christmas is, all, you know, people are, they're done, their stressful entertaining if that was the big meal they were having. Uh, but now we start to, you know, think ahead to New Year's or New Year's Eve, which is only a week away. Yes. And, you know, the reason that you're on the show is so we were talking, as soon as I saw this email, which said that you would come on the show to talk about cheese, I was all in because I cannot tell you how much I really love cheese.
2: Yes uh so what we are doing at Toka right now is every month we're going to have uh, we're going to have a different cheese and wine tasting once a month okay. so every first saturday we're going to organize this except uh, january because the first saturday falls on first right so we're going to do uh we're going to do 9th of january if i'm right with the dates we're going to have a winter warmer so you're going to see some warm cheeses make fondus, and some breeze warm oh. breeze that'll be fun then we have uh february we have a soft and bubbly so things like this gonna fall on march we have cheddar and beer so oh that's nice unusual pairing with a cheddar and having a beer together so beer beer and cheddar doesn't really a lot of people think they might not go well but mm-hmm. they do so it's a new trend which is setting up in the market with not just the wine; you need the beer or the aperitifs. Yeah, because
1: uh, typically when people think of cheese, they think of cheese and wine. Like that yes. seems to be the the automatic pairing. But people now are picking up the other subtle flavors of beer and saying, "Hey, this is something else you could pair it with."
2: That's the thing; like it, it all depends. Like you you read more about the cheeses, it's amazing. You know, uh, it all depends on the what sort of cheese you're picking up. If it's a soft cheese, you know, you need something lighter wine or lighter beer and then if you're picking up a stronger and harder and bolder cheese you need something strong so there could be a red wine might go well with a nice parmesan which is like five year age so mm-hmm. things like this you need to pair it out and you need to try when you when you're going to the market don't just look into the quantity right look for a good cheese good wine and you'll really be amazed what are you trying and tasting at your home it could be a party formula for your uh, for your friends and family. Yeah. Just put up a nice board. Put two nice cheeses. Put two nice wines. That'll be that'll be great.
1: Now at the um, at Toka you have a, a a tiny little cheese cave. It's sort of in the middle of the restaurant. Yes. So the word cave, I think of it as being underground, but that's not really the case. <laughs>
2: that's not the, really the case. But we call it a cave. But uh, just to build that little cave, it costed us quarter of a million dollars.
1: What? Okay, this is a. Sm- it is a small room. It's just yes. like a, um, I want to describe the size of it. I want to say that it's maybe it's it's smaller than a bedroom. You wouldn't be able to fit a bed in there. Yeah,
2: it's probably six feet by six feet. That that's pretty much it. And but think about it. It has a marble. It has this wooden shelving. We need to maintain the temperature, humidity, moisture, and all those things to maintain those cheeses.
1: So what? So it, it, that's about 250,000. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars for yes. that little cheese room that you have, and it's kind of nice. It's in the middle of the restaurant, and it's all glass, which means you can look in. But it, uh, it just looks like um, it's a cheese fridge essentially. Cheese fridge, you just yes. you see cheese in there, and you realize that that room is kept somewhat cooler. Yes, and uh, that's where you have the nice cheeses that you bring in, right?
2: Yes. So we have about thirty-five different variety of cheeses, right? Uh, now, when you say cave, it could be underground, dark cave. And you look in the British cheeses, they they age it in the cave underground, which is about 20 feet below the ground level. And they age their cheeses age in about a month or two. We age it for about six months to a year. So that really does make it. So that much time it takes if you're aging in that fridge, right? You can That's what you call it. But it all depends what cheeses you're aging. So we have about 35 cheeses. If you want to try some of the cheeses, just come in sometime. We have really nice cheeses out there some of the world best cheeses and we try and get some of the local cheeses some of the Prince Edward County cheeses that's nice and we have one of the nice Prince Edward Island cheeses a lot mm. of the Ontario cheeses are still there it's it's really unique
1: you know i think um people who buy cheese often just go to the grocery store and they pick up whatever looks kind of decent wrapped in plastic you yes. know take it home and 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 because it's not necessarily a cheap product you want to go with something that you Know most people might like, but uh, I know that part of what you're encouraging us to do is maybe buy something that's a little bit better, try something a bit different. And you're, you've got some tips on entertaining and how to build the best cheese board. So, my guest is Jiten Gaba. He's the restaurant chef at Toka, the Ritz Carlton. Uh, he's sticking around coming up later in the show. My parents will join me. They are, I think my dad is actually asleep right outside the studio right now. He's
0: having a nap. More with Pei Chen on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.
1: Hey, welcome back to the show. Hope you had a great holiday. Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. And uh, I guess for anyone who doesn't, you probably enjoyed a bit of a quiet day in the city yesterday. Uh, My guest in studio is restaurant chef at Toka at the Ritz-Carlton, Jiten Gaba. We were talking just before the break about uh, the cheese cave that is in the restaurant, which it's... Kind of unassuming because it's, uh, like you said, about a six by six and it's just a glass enclosure. It looks like a large closet, essentially. Yes. You've got some cheese in there. It's not overcrowded. It looks like the kind of thing sometimes you see at the grocery store, right? You've got some cheeses on the shelf. Yes. Uh, I was just shocked, though, that you said it costs about (laughs) $250,000. Um, and I guess, is that just for the humidity control, temperature control, that sort of thing?
2: Yes. So we have all that. And uh, it is a perfect temperature. It has a wooden shelving. It has a marble marble wall. So it does look really nice in that restaurant right in the middle. So it does kind of do the work also when we age our hard cheeses, which is we keep it for about a year to two years. So it does kind of take you to a next level. Uh, when you're aging your cheese, uh, when we are talking about the eight cheeses, it does kind of take the moisture content out of the hard cheeses which makes cheeses more stronger and more flavorful. So that's the whole idea of aging the cheeses. It's like the wine. The older the wine, the better it is.
1: So what is the average for aging a cheese? You said about you do it for about a year or two, but.
2: Yes. So um, you can go with the bigger wheels. You can go for longer. Like we, we had uh, one Parmesan cheese. We sold it a few weeks back. It was five year aged and we sold it for $2,300. Well,
1: did you make it? No, no you, you brought it in and you it sold in,
2: it. We aged it for about five years and we sold it. So, we, wow. so that, that's the kind of things people like it now, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, you go to the market, most of the cheeses are not aged.
1: No, you're right. But when
2: you, when you try the aged cheeses, it has more flavor to it. It's like an older wine, right? So mm-hmm. it has more flavor, more uniqueness to it. The more notes are there in terms of if it's a mushroomy notes or toasted nuts, whatever the flavors are, it kind of comes out more bolder and you like it with the wine. So those that kind of, brings out another level in your mouth when you're trying all those things compared to when you go and buy some any sort of cheese in the market.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's just a cheese. End of the day, it's industrial cheese. It's not an industrial artis- cheese. It's <laughs> not an artisanal cheese, what we're talking about.
1: Now, one uh, of your suggestions uh, for, you know, creating a great cheese board, which is Honestly, one of my favorite things when I'm over at someone's house uh, <laughs> for a party is to so to change it up. So change up the varieties and, you know, maybe select a theme. But what kind of theme would one go for?
2: See, there are different variables to it. You can pick up a same cheese with different age factors. You can pick Oh, up so a,
1: like do a board that's all cheddar instead of one cheddar, one brie, one blue. Yes, or something.
2: you can do that. And you can pick up a cheddar itself. And you can pick up a cheddar from Australia, UK, France and Canada. Oh, okay. That could be a different variation too, right? Right. And you can pick up a soft blue hard. Mm-hmm. It could be any variation you can go. But I think when you're pairing cheese and wine itself, go local by local. Like in terms of if the cheese, where the cheese belongs from, try the same region wines. So oh, go okay. Really so if you get wide. a French
1: cheese, try a French wine.
2: Yes. So even you can go to a, if you're getting a cheese from a Prince Edward County, mm-hmm. get a Prince Edward County wine, or you have a cheese maker in Niagara, you're getting a Niagara cheese. Get the Niagara wine. That'll really make a difference and you'll feel the difference in that. So the, things like this. And uh, you can go with nice accompaniments. Grapes, sour apples with the sweet, sweet cheeses, you oh, know, okay. things like this.
1: I used to think that was just decoration on the board.
2: No, it does kind of bring <laughs> a lot of, lot of flavor. Like you'll be amazed. A lot of the people now, you get a Gouda with cumin. You get a mm-hmm. Gouda with black pepper, chili flakes. So they're bringing out new flavors in the market. Like a soft cheeses, they add truffles to it.
1: I really do like the black truffle uh, cheddars. I, that's, I've tried it before. So now what is considered a season, like seasonal flavors?
2: You, you can say uh, when you talk about the truffle cheeses, mm-hmm. it's very seasonal. And some of the soft cheeses from France and all, because it's only certain times of the year uh, you'll have the yield itself. So they, they have some of the soft cheeses which are very seasonal.
1: Okay. Like what, for example? Because I just think of brie. When I think soft cheese in France, I think brie. And I yes. think of that as year round.
2: Yes. Now, um, like we get sometime hard hard time to find a Barolo cheese, which is uh-huh. which is a, from a Barolo region. So the Barolo wine, the maker makes Barolo wine. They tra- take the wine out in the same barrel. They throw the cheese in. They press it for about three months. So the Barolo sediments, the grape sediments, are mm-hmm. still there in that barrel. It gets stuck with the cheese.
1: Oh, so it has but a they, bit of the flavor of the wine.
2: They have a bit of a flavor of the wine, but the problem is, it is only a seasonal cheese. You can't find oh, it year round, right? So things like this are in the market, which is unique. And I think in St. Lawrence Mark, you can buy that cheese. It's called Barolo cheese. I think it's about $30 for 100 grand.
1: (gasps) Oh, that's okay. Well, that gets me to my next point, which is I love the idea of creating a beautiful cheese board, but it is probably one of the most expensive things that you can create when you're entertaining. And yet, you you know, you still have to supply all this other food.
2: I guess... uh, there are different ways around it. Like you go to a St. Lawrence market, which is again a high p- price point. There's a lot of different shops. Come to Toka. We'll, we'll sell you a retail price, which is much cheaper than the St. Lawrence market. <laughs>
1: there's a sales pitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. And uh, we have a cheese. Uh, I think there's a, uh, there's a couple of cheese shops all around the city now. You there's, know, you yeah. know, there
1: are some fantastic cheese mongers. And I think uh, one thing to realize is that uh, to get a good, if you want a quality ch- cheese that is perhaps made in smaller quantities, then it, will cost you a little bit more
2: yes and obviously you're trying to talk to your friends and explain them what are you doing in the holiday season right that will bring up a lot of quality product on the table right when they try and taste the things obviously you're gonna wow them you're just not bringing whatever is in the market
1: so the other idea uh i guess is to suggest that people bring up um almost potluck style right for your cheese board is to suggest everyone bring maybe their favorite cheese or one one that they see yeah uh, and so we all, we mentioned sort of like that quality over quantity. Now, very quickly, you are training as a, a Fromagier, Is that what it yes, is?
2: Yes, I'm, I'm getting trained as Fromagier right now. So, uh, I go to a George Brown. It's once a week for about a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, it's a long process. There are six different levels and every level is about six weeks. So, so you you're
1: basically training to be a cheese expert.
2: Cheese experts. Yes. So I'm going through that process. Right. What now. does,
1: can you just tell me, does that include eating a lot of cheese?
2: That includes eating about uh, 10 to 15 cheeses every no,
1: week. No, that is so amazing.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is like my dream.
2: <laughs> so it, it is a fun time. I mean, you you, you get to learn about the different cheeses around, all around the world. You get to learn about the uh, new cheese making countries compared to uh, old cheese making countries. You talk about the wine pairing with the cheeses. You talk about the regions. You talk about lot of different things. It's a it's an extensive program.
1: Now, what is your goal in doing this course?
2: See, we have a cheese, uh, uh, cheese cave in our restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. So it is always a pleasure to take guests inside the cheese cave and explain them and talk about the cheeses. And it does help me to pick up the best cheeses for my restaurant. So that does really makes us unique in the city. And uh, Canada being a new market in the cheese industry mm-hmm. is still developing. I think people are doing a great job in bringing in new cheeses from Europe or making local cheeses. And I think we need to keep promoting local product. And we have a lot of great products in Ontario itself, and that's what we're trying to do in Toka.
1: Now, what is sort of, uh, I guess, a beginner cheese for one to make? If someone was thought about, like, oh, I'm going to Google a recipe or I got a new cookbook over the holidays.
2: You can make a nice ricotta cheese at home. You know, the fresh ricotta, all you got to do is boil up, boil some milk, add a little bit of lemon juice, leave it for, uh, leave it for about 10, 15 minutes, and it'll start to curdle down. You'll see the fat contents coming on top. Because the
1: lemon juice is making it curdle, yeah. right? Yeah, so
2: it's going to curdle it out in 5 to 10 minutes. You're going to see the fat content coming on top. Strain it. The top part, which is the fat, you'll cool it down. That's the cheese.
1: Oh, that's kind of a really great thing to brag about right? at, a poly- but- at a party, right? It's like, I made this cheese.
2: Yes, that that could be one thing. But the only thing is you don't find the unpasteurized che- uh, milk. Right. It's all pasteurized, so the fat content is not great. So the yield itself is not amazing. One liter of milk might only give you like 20 gram of cheese.
1: (laughs) So you need to buy a lot of milk. Uh, You know, it's interesting because I uh, was talking to another chef who makes some cheese at his own restaurant at uh, Pangea and he was telling me how much milk needs to be cooked down for a little bit of cheese. And once you understand that, you do start to appreciate uh, the the quality of the product a lot more and you you don't question the price as much. Yes. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me today and for taking a break from your Boxing Day shopping. I do appreciate that. That's Jiten Gaba, restaurant chef at Toka at the Ritz-Carlton. And I know that you're very busy through the holidays. So thanks for taking your time. Thanks, Christian.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Nice nice meeting you.
1: And after the break, hey, my mom and dad are going to join us. I'm going to wake my dad up from a nap. He's sitting out there in the newsroom um, having a bit of a snooze. Also, uh, find out who works at this station and was offered money to lose 10 pounds. As a Christmas gift, here's some money, but you got to lose weight first. You're listening to The Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. Taking a quick break. We'll be back right after this.
0: Where opinions are celebrated. The Pay Chen Show on News Talk 1010.
1: Hey, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me on uh, this busy Boxing Day. If you are out shopping, I would love to know about any... Great deals that you found. You can text in at 71010 or let me know how uh how traffic is around the malls if that's where you happen to be. I say this because um uh, my mother wants to go boxing day shopping. So in studio right now I've got my parents, my mom and my dad, who've been in Toronto for a couple of days. You wanna say hi?
4: hi? Hi.
1: Yep, that's good. And <laughs> Amanda Fito is also here, joining me from the newsroom because Amanda will say more than one word at a time. <laughs>
3: Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so
1: glad that you're here. Um, so, uh, so Amanda, you just met my parents, so they they flew in from Halifax. They are enthused to be here. Let me tell you. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Mom, you want to go Boxing Day shopping, right? Yes. What do you want to buy?
4: I don't know.
0: Just spend some money. <laughs>
1: Who, she just wants to spend the money. You
4: want to window shopping.
1: What are you going to... But what kind... Whose money are you going to spend? Oh,
0: my money. for Your money. Yeah. No, my, but what are you going to buy? You to buy something for me, right? Like what? Uh, anything. You didn't buy any for me for Christmas that's because yeah, I still wait did you really
3: not get them anything
0: well no we're going on a
1: big trip <laughs> okay. so we don't typically buy Christmas gifts for each other uh, they bought me a, a they bought me a six pack of dental floss from Costco oh, I I love actually, this. <laughs> that's very thoughtful yeah isn't it that's never expires <laughs> no it also said on the package that it has uh 500 uses um so mom we're going to Taiwan right yes tonight, tonight. yes
0: yeah
1: how uh when was the last time you w- were there uh, I went to every... Yeah. You have to move... Clo- yeah, move closer to the yeah. microphone a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay, so what are we going to eat when we get to Taiwan?
0: Uh, everything you want. Like? Yeah. Not like, everybody knows uh, what Taiwanese food is. Oh, Taiwanese food. Amanda doesn't know what Taiwanese food is. I've never been to Taiwan. Already? So you need to tell her yeah, what Taiwanese yeah. food is. Like We like to went to the night market, right? Oh, the night so, market. So night market, oh. you can see everybody cook over there, like a uh, fresh... Everything fresh, fresh chicken, they mm. cut over there. They will slaughter the chicken in front of you. Ooh, yes. Okay, yeah. just to prove that it's fresh. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good morning. Fruit. Every, all kinds of fruit you never see over in Canada. Right. So many. Yeah. So everything um, and fresh. then ba. Um, what are we gonna
1: what else are we gonna eat in, in Taiwan? What do you like to eat when you go to Taiwan?
4: Me? Yeah. I don't know. I'm too old. I don't know why we go. Too old
1: to eat. <laughs> too old to
4: you know, I, young and old I eat different.
1: <laughs> but what when we go back? What do you want to eat when we go there?
4: Yeah, uh, I eat uh, sticky rice. Sticky rice. Oh Morning yeah. In the.
1: In the bamboo. Yeah, leaves, or something different.
4: And. What else? Soyabiank.
1: Yeah, lots of soy. My dad makes tofu, Amanda. I don't know oh, if you knew that. That's so I when didn't we know go that. back, we eat more. Uh, we eat
3: uh, more tofu. Uh, so for Christmas, we didn't really do much. But Amanda, you had a busy Christmas, right? I did. Spend lots of time with family. Mm-hmm. Lots of eating, of course. I'm an Italian, so we had lots of food as well. And you were offered a
1: really great
3: Christmas gift. <laughs> yes, a thousand dollars. From who offered you $1,000? My grandparents offered me $1,000, but on Uh, one condition. So (laughs) your
1: grandparents said, Merry Christmas, Amanda. We have $1,000 for you.
3: But you have to lose 10 pounds. <laughs> and this was after they already fed me my Christmas dinner, which was five courses, 10 pounds of porchetta for the family. Oh, my God. It is so great. It was So then what, did, like, in front of your
1: entire family? Yeah. And so, you know. Text in, seven ten ten. Is this a good offer or a bad offer? Because I could see it two ways. One is that if someone was, you know, always griping about wanting to shed some pounds... Sometimes you need incentive. But if you're like, that's not something that is on your list of things to do, then
3: to be surprised (laughs) with that- Yep, a surprise incentive, which I was not entirely concerned about my current weight situation, but I think it all rounds out to, they want me to get married, and they may think that losing said 10 pounds would make me maybe more attractive, (laughs) and that might help with the whole courting process. Did they explain the offer at all? Did they, like, say, well, we want to offer you this, but... Well, they offered it to me, and then they proceeded to say, and we want you to get married before we die. So, oh my God! They said that. Yeah, my parents. My mom once said to me that uh, that
1: she she would use my dad as an excuse. Your dad thinks he's gonna die before he has grandchildren, <laughs> which is also it's all in the same vein. Yeah. Sort of, but now they have a grandchild. Um, mom, what do you tell me about um your granddaughter, Amelia? She's cute. Yes. Yeah. Can right. you say her name? Amelia. Uh, it's, diff- it's, it's 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 a it's challenge close. to say. It's hard for them to say. But mm-hmm. we're going to Taiwan. T- She'll be in Taiwan with us. That's beautiful. She's nine months old. So Amanda, what did you say when this offer was presented to you? I- Someone just texted and said it's a great offer if, you don't take it. They will. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I
3: had uh, lots of other family members raise their hand to say uh, that they really? take it. Oh, yeah. Were you
1: the only one that was offered 1000 only me. Only me.
3: You're special. Yes, that's one way of looking at it. Um, <laughs> I'm still contemplating the offer because this is a commitment. Then I got to, and then also I'm going to have the whole family watching my weight loss like I'm on some sort of game show. No, have they ever discussed your weight
1: with you before, or the getting married part before? Yes, like it always oh, they
3: comes. Have... Yes, it comes up. Well, the getting married is always like it's always it's constant, on the table. Right? Constant, yeah. yeah. No, say uh, hi, welcome, eldest <laughs> <Yes>. daughter, unmarried. <laughs> there we so go. Me I too. can uh, sympathize with you on this. Yes, um, the weight is a little bit of a new one though. That that took me by surprise. So do you say thank you when that's offered, well... or what happens? <laughs> I, I was in shock. I didn't really even answer. And then and then someone diverted the conversation by, by saying that there was more food on the table and we should all go, <laughs> which is a great... Well, they're probably thinking, well, we'll feed her, we'll, we'll fatten her up and it, we'll never have to pay
1: her. I don't really understand the reasoning for it because yeah. if they really wanted you to succeed, they would have just fed you like
3: carrot sticks. Exactly. They're setting me up for failure. But do you want to prove them wrong? Oh, but see, this is... A thousand bucks is good money. I know. But you have a, a condo.
4: <laughs> I, I have... know
3: I can use it. I have
4: one idea. You, I guarantee you will lose... Ten pounds. Okay, how? What is it? Tell you me. You give me the thousand dollars, I, I go away, so you just ten pounds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then you're just poor. Yeah, okay. Just my thousand dollars. On the show right now, I've got uh, my mom and dad who are visiting from Halifax. We are all going to the airport tonight, and we're going to board a plane, and we're going to sit in economy
3: for 17 hours. Oh my goodness, all together.
1: Yeah. That's well, nice. I'm just more concerned about the 17 hours, to
3: tell you the truth. That's a long no time breaks? to No breaks? Uh, no, no stopover. That's it's a long direct flight.
1: It is painfully long.
3: Yeah. You got to make sure you, you get some circulation. You got to do some walks around the plane. Yeah. It's funny. Ted Wollishen, who of course just wrapped up his show before me, was like, you know, that's how you get blood clots. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like,
1: I know. I know that, Thanks, Ted. Thank you. But when you get the middle seat, it's really hard to get up and stretch your legs. I know. Right? Um, oh, Amanda, the other thing we were talking about in the newsroom was this whole, like, okay, so Skittles... Had a great marketing campaign for the holidays. They opened up a pawn shop basically on the block, just around the corner from from us on Queen Street. We haven't been there yet, but we've been checking it out out online. Uh, They opened up a pawn shop where they're letting people go in in person or send in a photo of a Christmas gift that you want to exchange and they will give you candy. But you actually saw what
3: some people were trading in. I thought you had to bring in good stuff. No, I saw someone trade in a single white glove and they got 12 packs of Skittles. That's nuts. That's a great deal. I feel like I could bring in Dave Agar's burnt out highlighter that I tried to use and get like 10 (laughs) packs of candy or something. Dave Agar will be very upset. I hope he's not listening right now. (laughs) The (laughs) highlighter does not work. (laughs) Every time I join him, I'm like, it does not. So they have a couple of rules. You have to be 13
1: or older to bring in stuff to trade okay um and then i thought this was kind of fun they will not accept this these are the rules food branded merchandise
3: drugs weapons <laughs> garbage or photos of your privates oh wow they had to really stipulate that one because they were concerned i guess Could, but really how do you put a price on that <laughs> how much candy would that have been worth
1: how, and and i love that it's like somebody who has drugs on them is thinking you know, I can I really want, go for some Skittles. I don't want this crystal meth. <laughs> what I might like is a taste of the rainbow instead. <laughs> so I'm going to go down. Um, if you are curious about this pawn shop, it's at 242 Queen Street West. And uh, it's, op- so it's open so today and it's going on until uh, the de- December 30th. So during the day, are you going to check it out at all?
3: Yeah, you know what, I might go buy. What are you gonna trade? Well, I got some nail clippers this year. From (laughs) it's a real gift I got. Yeah. So you know what, I might I
1: might go get some bags of Skittles. Why not? I want to know how many bags of Skittles someone might get for nail
3: clippers. I'll let
1: you know. Yeah. I'll report back. Um, Also, you're gonna have all that candy, and you're not
3: you're not gonna get that thousand (laughs) dollars. See, I'm tempted by too many great things like this in Toronto. I just can't figure out if they want you to succeed or not. I think I think it's just all full circle of them. It's just it's, it's like a game show. I just feel like I'm more so entertainment than anything else. It's 1000
1: bucks. Maybe we can follow along with Amanda's great journey okay. to <laughs> obtain $1,000. Uh, it's Amanda Capito from the newsroom in here. And uh, my parents, who are sticking around for a couple minutes, very chatty. They did not want to be here because they wanted to go Boxing Day shopping instead. We're going to take a quick break here on the show. You're listening to The Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
0: Now, back to The Pei Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.
1: Hey, thanks for joining me this hour. Uh, you can always find podcasts of the show at peichen.com. I do put them up uh, usually on Monday. And uh, if you want to follow along on my big family Mary Chenmas Trip, you can. It's uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Pei Chen. You can also find me on Facebook. Uh, my parents have been in town for the past three nights. They flew in from Halifax. Mom and dad are here. Say hi. Hi. Hi,
0: everybody.
1: Yep, that is it. And uh, we are all flying out to Taiwan tonight, so I won't be here for the next two weeks, but I look forward to uh, joining you when I come back on January 15th and, uh, and letting you know uh, just just how... Uh, stressful it may have been at times. Our whole family is getting together, so it's a great thing because, uh, Mom, you moved from Taiwan almost 40 years ago, right? Yes. To Halifax? Yes. Okay, and then you both work at the... So my parents have a stall at the farmer's market.
0: What do you sell at the farmer's market, Mom? Oh, we have some uh, Taiwanese food. Okay, what and, is that? Uh, Not everybody that. knows what Taiwanese food is, okay. so what is that? Uh we have mostly, we have tofu, they did make tofu, right? Fresh tofu. And uh, we have noodle, dumpling. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it busy? Wow, was it busy yes. before Christmas?
1: Do people yes. buy it for Christmas? Do they oh, want dumplings for
0: Christmas? Oh, yes. yes, Yeah. Do people mm-hmm. do special? yeah. Special, special order. order. What do they yeah. want? What do they ask for? Oh, uh, they ask uh, uh, for so many bun stuff for put in freezer because we take one uh, month off.
1: Yeah, because yeah. you're yeah you're away for a couple yeah. weeks. You're going to stay in Taiwan week. yes for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, bun bun stuff because you make buns there. Uh, but how long have you been making tofu? How long ago? Yeah, how long have you
4: been doing it? Oh, uh, for each time. Yeah, take about uh, three or four hour. No, but how many now? How many years have you been doing
1: it? How now? many years? in Halifax?
4: I think thirty five years.
1: Um, but it's not a big business.
4: No. Before, <laughs> before there was not many, uh, oriental people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, white people is, uh, not accept uh, tofu.
1: They, nobody was really eating. Not a lot of people ate tofu, now, not a lot of Canadians.
4: Now lots of people make.
1: Well, nobody was no. making it. My mom's killing herself laughing right now. Um, so when you first made tofu, in what, early 1980s, 1980 something?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then who who was buying it from you?
4: Yeah, in the grocery store. It's suppressed yeah. to the grocery store and uh, to the big uh, grocery market. Like Sobi, right? Sobeys. The Sobeys? Sobeys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. They used to buy it. Yeah, not you so sure much. they much. buy it. Uh, yeah. But it's a lot of work, right? Yeah, but they don't know how to keep fresh mm-hmm. so every day have to be garbage they throw it out yes yeah, so I'll, yeah mm-hmm. well because it's hard money, to keep fresh right yeah mm-hmm. uh you
1: can text in if you like seven ten and ten if there's anything you'd like to ask <laughs> if there's anything you'd like to ask my parents pills please, please feel free to text in you can also reach me on twitter uh at Pei chen so um my my parents obviously from taiwan grew up there uh mom how has taiwan changed since you've lived in
0: Canada is really different. Uh, much different. Yes. Yeah. But I usually I like a quiet city. So in Taiwan usually it's too uh crowded and where uh, though, in know, Taipei? In, uh, Taipei. Even we live in South, same thing. And uh so uh, I like Hari Pass. When we move to there, you know, and uh people is very friendly. Mm-hmm. And much difference for big cities people. So Daddy uh, wanted to move to West. Uh, Where? First week, he said we have to be, because he wanted to do business. Mm-hmm. He said no stay in Haripas. He can do anything. So he tried move to West, uh, even... Montreal or Vancouver? You
1: mean when you first moved to Canada? Yes, yes. So yeah. you didn't want to stay in Halifax?
0: Yeah, but I want to stay in Halifax. So yeah, so we have uh, it's get a hard time for talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I went Stay in you Halifax. Won. You won. Because. Yes.
4: But where did you want to move to? Because the my language you're not not good in the Halifax. <laughs> not many. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Chinese people in here. Mm-hmm. And then, when you go to Vancouver, it's the is Vancouver yeah. yeah, don't Asia. have
0: to worry language. You go see doctor or anywhere, you can speak uh, Mandarin, right? So you, yeah. So Halifax was was harder. Um, so
1: yeah. my parents have been staying at my tiny little condo, and I've been staying at a friend's place because there's not enough room for all of us in my condo. But uh, my dad hates my bed. but what's wrong with my with my bed?
4: Your bed, the, like uh, you buy a second hand, the dent in the middle when you're sleeping.
1: There's not a dent. <laughs> not <again>. even. <laughs> no, and it's not second hand. Like it was very expensive. Hole, but... But there's not a what? A hole? There's yeah, no I think, hole. I think it's, he's too much weight. You,
4: you try tonight, you know. <laughs>
1: So, uh, so my bed, obviously, I sleep kind of in the middle. And I think it makes sense that when you have a mattress, it gets worn. Mike is nodding. Mike Catherwood, who's my technical producer, w- wherever, same with a couch, same with a pillow, wherever your head, wherever the weight is, it gets worn a little bit. But my dad says, what did you say? Is a, There's a hole in the middle of my bed? Yes.
4: No, they go down when do you sleep. Yes. Well, yeah, it you, springs. You so. cannot sleep like a, even. You have like, to like a little bit.
1: Well, and then yesterday, what does he do? He takes the sheets and the blankets off my bed. He drags me to the foot of the bed, but across the room, makes me crouch down to look and shows me that the bed is not fully level, yes. which it is. It has yes. just a slight indentation where my body rests at night. I am a very average sized Last night, he
0: sleeping in couch. He what? He sleeping in couch. On, on the couch? couch. Yeah. yeah. He, you slept on the couch? Last, yeah. last night, yeah. Did, was it comfortable? It's not oh, comfortable. Yeah. You can it's feel the wood com- in that com- couch. No, it's very cheap. comfortable. You say comfortable <laughs> bedroom and your bed. That couch
1: is a cheap couch and is not comfortable <laughs> uh, at all. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh thanks, Mom and Dad. So uh we are going away for two weeks. Um, uh, Mom, you so people who may not know, uh you have two kids. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. You have a son. Yes. My younger brother, who lives in British Columbia. What does he do for work? What is his job? Oh, he's uh, RCMP. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Ba, what does that mean? RCMP. What does he do? Do you know? RCMP? Yeah. Catch a bad guy. That's right. (laughs) That's right. He catches bad guys. We know that from watching movies. Yes. (laughs) All the cop dramas, all the cop shows we used to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he catches bad guys. OK, so me and I what do, what do I do? What when you tell people what my job is, what do you tell them when they say, what does your daughter do in mm-hmm. Toronto? What do you say?
4: I say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: when people say and I know they do, they go to Toronto and they, they say, oh, hi, I know you I know pay on Twitter, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And they, what does she do? And you tell them.
4: Mm-hmm. Because uh, you never tell me what you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do tell you what I. No. You, <laughs> <laughs> so, mom, when people ask you what your daughter does, what do you tell them?
0: Oh, I always say uh, you working for a radio station or TV station. Yeah, and what's what, it? Uh, that's yeah. all. Yeah. And then uh, I, I think you do the good job, so I don't have to tell people's.
1: You know too much. No, you yeah. don't have to tell them uh, yeah. too much. That's yeah. probably. But, but my dad just said he doesn't really know what I do for <laughs> for a job. You don't know what I do every day, right? Do you know?
4: I come here today. I know what you do in here. <laughs> Before I don't know how you do
1: it. How much time is left in the show, Mike? <laughs> 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 because this is the only time my parents have ever uh, seen, me at, seen me at work. But you know that I've been
0: working in TV for a long time. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Right? But you never, you didn't watch it, really. Uh, sometimes, yeah. But uh, we always have customers come to tell me. Your customers, because yeah. you have the farmer's market, so yes, the customers right. come. They just come say I saw your rotor. So, oh, I always say, oh, okay. But, yeah, because you never told me what time because
1: yeah. i used to tell you what time i was on and then yeah. you would always um forget. complain no forget and then yeah. you would complain about like my clothes in my hair, uh, so I don't really bother yes. doing it. Right? Yep. Yes. Yes. That is correct. Uh, at Pei Chen and Pei is the website if you want to catch um, the podcast of the show or if you want to play back this really enthralling interview um, with my parents. I I do like to look through the window and see Mike laughing um, really hard. What do you like about Toronto, Ba? What did you like? What do you like about the city?
4: Oh, Toronto just good for you eating. That's yeah. Good for you deep. Mm-hmm. Too expensive.
1: Yeah, yeah. But we ate some good food, right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. did you yeah.
1: What did you eat that you liked? Oh. What did you have?
4: Barbecue tak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do live fairly close to Chinatown. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's
1: very convenient. Mm-hmm. Okay, mom and dad, thanks for being on the show. I wanted I want everyone to know as well that when I was dragging them here because they, I had to wake them both from a nap, uh, and they wanted to go Boxing Day shopping, and then
0: they both asked me if I was paying them.
1: To, yes. to work, right? right?
0: Because you say nobody want come in today, a Sunday, so we have to be coming. in. Yeah. So they, they ask you how much you pay for uh for half hour. Okay, well, I will give you
1: a a subway token so you can take yes. it to the Eaton Center and you can do the Boxing Day shopping that you wanted. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for coming on the show. Now you know what I do sometimes Yes. once a week. So we're going to go uh, on a big trip tonight. We're going to Taiwan. Follow along at Pei Chen. Uh, Thanks for listening, and thanks for... I'd like to thank all the listeners of News Talk 1010 for your really great messages and emails that you send me and your text messages. I really do appreciate your support and that you interact with me during the show, and I hope you continue to do so in 2016. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful... Rest of 2015, make it great, be nice, have a very safe and happy new year, and I'll be back um, middle of January. Also, thanks to Mike Catherwood. Have a great rest of your weekend, everyone.